Beautiful people. Welcome to 321 No Kidding. Bobby the Awesome here. Happy Sunday evening in my world. Having a kick ass day, just like I promised this morning. Been working a lot on uh, 321 No Kidding stuff. We're making progress. It looks like we are going to have an August 31st launch of our Give Up Gambling email challenge, which is pretty exciting. And we'll have more information on the website later this week, but it's coming together great and it's a good way for people who may not be ready to walk into a meeting or rehab or or something to start looking at giving up their gambling. Maybe they're a problem gambler, maybe they're just a gambler who thinks that it's becoming a problem. It, it could be for anyone, really, that's, you know, having experience with gambling and questioning whether or not they want it in their life. So we are excited about that. We are up to, we're still working on our recovery dharma, and we're about halfway through, guys. And tonight's portion of the Eightfold Path is Wise Action. So here goes. Wise action is also based on the intention to do no harm and to foster compassion, loving kindness, generosity, and forgiveness. We try to do what's skillful and avoid actions that are unskillful. Wise action asks that we try to make choices based on understanding and not unthinking habits uh, habits or ignorance. The Buddha suggests that we make a commitment to avoid five specific actions that cause harm, a commitment which is known as the five precepts. We commit to the five precepts as our basic ethical system. And this is all out of the Recovery Dharma book that we've been using as a guide. So here comes the precepts. This one's kind of a short and sweet one tonight. Number one, we set the intention to avoid taking the life of another living being or from causing harm to ourselves or another living being. So don't murder anyone and don't kill yourself. Two, we set the intention to avoid taking what is not freely given or stealing. Yeah, let's not steal. Number three, we set the intention to avoid causing harm through our sexual conduct conduct and to be aware of the consequences and impact of our sexual activity and desire. I guess that could mean a couple different things. I'm going to tell you what my gut is telling me because it's not as black and white as as the first two. So this would be, I think, rape. I think it would also be like abuse of power or having well there's a couple ways like from a gambling perspective trading sex for money or you know being able to gamble with prostitution so those can all be sexual conduct activities that I think would fall in this bucket number four we set the intention of being honest of not lying and not using speech in a harmful way so We talked about it earlier, right? The lies of admission, 
count. <laughs> the misleading stuff, not telling, even the white lies count. And not using speech in a harmful way. So not deliberately hurting people by what we say to them or about them. And five, we set the attention to avoid the use of intox intoxicants and intoxicating behavior that cloud our awareness. Interesting. I guess that would make drugs and alcohol fall into that arena. We need to continually affect, reflect on and question the intentions behind our actions. We may have moments of clarity, but these can quickly pass. When old habits of or thinking resurface, we commit to constantly reminding ourselves of our intention to wise action, to act in ways that are non-harming. So it's, it's kind of interesting because that was a big part of why I didn't go back to drinking. I mean, there was a lot of reasons. One is I haven't figured out a reason. Two, there was the whole coping skill element. But one of the other reasons I didn't drink was because I didn't want to um, communicate with that with that ex. And I didn't want to say harmful things. And I knew that when I'm drinking or intoxicated, that my behavior and my word and my actions aren't wise. I'm not um, as deliberate or mindful or the same person under the influence, which is part of why it doesn't serve me. I don't need to be that person anymore. And unfortunately, you don't know if that person's going to come out or if it's just, you know, have a good time with a couple drinks person. So got to be careful of that. So that's interesting. All right. Questions for inquiry of wise action. Have you ever acted in a way that was unskillful or that created suffering? Well, the example I just gave you that was unskillful is when, you know, when you're in, and this doesn't even have to be an ex. It could be your current relationship. It could be family. When you're saying things that are, you shouldn't be saying that, you know, are hurting people's feelings, creating suffering, things you can't take back. Acting in a way that was unskillful or created suffering. So I haven't murdered anyone. And stealing, I guess I've stolen, you know, time. Um, yeah, I haven't embezzled or anything. Uh, harmful, unskillful, I don't think my sexual activity has ever created suffering. At least I hope not, not to make a joke of this, but um, being honest and not lying. I'm sure I've done my share of lying and more from the admission way. Like I think I shared with you that I, I'd avoid the questions or answer them how I felt fit to hide the truth. And I was unskillful, I guess, when I was using intox intoxicating things according to this definition during the times you were unskillful or created suffering how would it have changed the outcome if you acted out of compassion kindness generosity and forgiveness so using the the texting or acting mean thing under the influence because I can I could speak to that you know if I was coming from a place of compassion and kindness, which it was kind of me to not drink, <laughs> to not send evil texts 
or, you know, drunk dial or whatever they say. So that was pretty compassionate. And the result was, you know, I didn't make the situation worse. Could you imagine, though, if somebody was like wanted to murder someone and instead they bought him a meal or forgave him for something or treated him with compassion? Like what the world would be so different Would you now have a different emotional or mental response to your past actions if you had acted with these principles in mind? Oh my God, yeah. So many things would be different. I have not been a good person for, and I don't say I'm a horrible person, but I wasn't necessarily a good person for big parts of my life. You know, I was not a great spouse. I was not a super friend all the time. I was selfish I I you know I've had my share of of faults for sure and if if I acted out of compassion kindness generosity and forgiveness the world would be so different I'm seeing that with the situation with my relatives because now that I do operate out of this these places and it is I think what I would call skilled action, according to wise actions definitions. Um, I feel so much more calm about this situation than everybody else involved. I mean, it's still stressing me out a little bit and I'm still concerned for everybody involved, but I'm not getting caught in the crossfire. I'm not engaging in it. I can still love all the parties, even if the parties are fighting with each other. So how I feel about it, you know, I could be stressing myself out if that wasn't the case, you know, getting in the middle of it, arguing just to argue, just looking for the drama. And I will say that living without intentional drama is such a nice place to live. It it sounds weird, but it's true. Oh, geez. There's a whole bunch more questions about these precepts. I think we'll start with them tomorrow. We'll try to cover them because there's a whole lot of questions. So we'll dig into them maybe a little tomorrow unless once I go through them, I don't see that they're, well, I'm sure they're relevant, but if I've kind of covered it, I won't do these. So we'll look, we'll take a look at that tomorrow. I want to keep it short and sweet. It's the end of the weekend or maybe it's your Monday morning if you're in Asia. (laughs) Anyway, uh, I hope that everyone you know, had a great weekend. I saw someone today say that he wished everyone an epic, an epic day or an epic weekend. I think I need to add epic to my vocabulary. I always thought it was epic was like over the top, but why don't we have some over the top weekends? I mean, I'm grateful for mine. I got some some quality family time. I got a good meal. I got to go on the boat. I got all my workouts in. I got work done. And I'm going to hang out with you a couple times. So, life is good. All right, beautiful people. I will talk to you on my morning.